Hello everyone, it's Ahlam and you're listening to Out of My Comfort Zone. I hope you're doing okay um, and welcome back. Did I say welcome? I think I, I don't, not me being confused 10 seconds in, um, but I hope you're doing well. Um, I'm sending apologies for me not posting an episode last week. I didn't have a reason other than I got confused with the days and then it was like Saturday and I was like, didn't post an episode. Um, but I'm here now and I'm posting on today um, so yeah also happy International Women's Day I know that happened on Monday which was yesterday but well it was a few days when you're listening to this but yeah happy Women's Day um, I yeah <laughs> where was I getting this off because this episode is going to be all about feminism I just wanted to put that out there I can't believe I haven't um done an episode on feminism yet maybe i've mentioned it a little bit throughout my episodes and um, but i haven't done an episode solely on feminism which i think is very bizarre because um i'm obviously a feminist and i talk about feminism all the time um, and obviously it's very important to me as you know as a black woman um feminism is very important to me um and obviously like i have to acknowledge all the feminists that came before me um, that have done incredible, wonderful work to allow me to be where I am today in the Western world. Um, so yeah, I wanted to discuss feminism, what feminism means to me, and um, yeah, I I think obviously, like I said, as you know, I'm a black woman. So my when I talk about feminism, it's very different to white people specifically, specifically white women. I feel like have very different not obviously not every white woman but when I'm talking specifically about white feminism which isn't real feminism they have this very weird definition to feminism and it doesn't really make sense to me because I think the only people it caters to is them um because white women know that they have the white privilege and if they were to be equal to men they could be treated the exact same as men if men allow that um, whereas the rest of us, you know, black women, women of colour, um, women that are Muslims, um, you know, trans women, the women who are disabled, and then just people in general um, who fall under marginalised groups will never be treated to the same extent as like straight, cis, white women. Um, I think that's really important to define and understand um and yeah i'm obviously talking from my own personal point of view and my own experience and i'm not sitting here being like i'm super experienced and i know everything that i'm talking about i don't um and yeah i'm just going to talk about what i know and what i've read about um and yeah like i have such a long way to go and i have so much more to educate myself on um i think feminism is always growing and it's always expanding um, and there's so much to learn within feminism that there's no way I could sit here and be like, I'm an expert in feminism. I'm a 21-year-old girl. I don't know that much about anything, really. As much as I like to say that I am, I like to pretend. <laughs> I'm like, I know everything. I'm always right, which majority of the time I am. But I also will acknowledge when I don't know enough and I'm not that educated on something or if I... Like, I'm not sitting here and being like, when you listen to this episode, everything that I'm saying is 100% cracked and you need to leave and be like, yes, yeah, she was right. 
I'm just talking from my own point of view and I also think it's important to you know amplify um black voices and listen to black women not just me but so so many other um educated successful wonderful black women out there that aren't being listened to um and their voices get um they get what's the word they kind of get just you know thrown under the bus or you know they kind of get pushed down over white women's voices and i think people would rather listen to white women than they would listen to people of color and black women which is unfortunate but i guess we live we live in a white world and we live in a white man's world um so therefore the next best thing is white women you know this is future me wanting to point out that i could have gone more in depth with um like things that i'm talking about throughout this episode um but this episode is so long and it's the longest episode that i've recorded and i was not expecting i didn't feel like i was talking for that long but i was talking for so long um so i'll definitely just like end up doing like a second episode so that on feminism so that i can go more in depth um but yeah i just wanted to point that out um in case I, because I feel like I was, I didn't really go in depth. I just was kind of, you know, just me, typical me being all over the place. But um, yeah, I just wanted to point that out. But enjoyed the rest of the episode. So to start off, feminism. What does feminism mean to me now? I've realized what I've noticed a lot throughout media and when people talk about feminism specifically in like the past like week. Um, you know, but just like in March in general, just because you know it's um, Women's History Month. Um, when people talk about feminism, they talk about equality, and I feel like a lot of people when they think of feminism, they either think there's like there's radical feminism, and all they want is to grow out their armpit hair, and they they just sort of like that's all feminists wants is just to grow out their armpit hair, and I'm like that's not really what we're here for. Like, I don't, I really just don't think that that's an issue um like I, I don't I never understood that argument like I'm so confused like yes growing out you know your hair on your body is empowering and it should be acceptable for everyone to do so do so and um, because hair grows on our body and it's natural so it never really made sense to me as why that would have been a controversial thing or topic to talk about um and obviously we're aware that just comes from pedophilic beauty standards um because men are disgusting and they want women to look like literal babies. Um, but women have hair on their bodies, and that's not new. Um, and then there's the other side of feminism where it's like, we're we all hate we hate men. No, there's like that side where it's like they want to grow their armpit hair and they hate men. Um, and I'm not gonna deny my hatred for men. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then there's the other side where it's. Um, it's all about equality. Women just want to be the same as men. We just want to be treated the exact same as men. And I don't agree with that. I don't believe that's what feminism is. I do not believe that feminism is about equality. When I talk about feminism, I talk about liberation. And it's about liberating women. It's about liberating people within marginalised groups. Because I personally do not want to be like men. I do not want to be seen the same way that men are seen. Men are terrifying. I think that 
people have centered feminism around men and being like men and having a seat at the table but i do not want a seat at the table i do not want to hold that much power to the point where i have to oppress other people i don't want that i want to destroy the table i want to destroy the system that continues to hurt people that continues to oppress people and i don't believe that feminism should be centered around men and being like them and being their equal because in order to be equal to men that means hurting people because men's power is rooted in women's oppression that's the only reason that men have their power is because they created gender as a social class in order to gain power to have control over us and to continue having control over us and why on earth would i want that why would i want to continue to destroy the world and to continue to hurt people i just i don't believe feminism is about equality i believe that it's about liberation and when we are liberating women that means liberating men too feel like when men think about feminism and people and even other women who don't consider themselves feminism feminists um they think of feminists of these people who want to you know radicalize the world and like take over and like i don't know destroy it in the same way that men do and like we want to like burn men to the ground and it's like that's not what i want i would love to have revenge over what men have done um i would <laughs> like i'm not gonna sit here and lie i'm not gonna sit here and lie about that like i i i don't trust men and i don't um and that's from my personal experience and i like there's not i don't have men in my life that i can look up to and be like yeah i love men um <laughs> i've never had that so therefore i don't necessarily believe that there are i'm sure there are good men out there and you know i've seen it in the media but i don't 100 percent trust men um and i think a lot of women well, a lot of women don't um and i think um we could have a revenge and we could treat men the same way as they've treated us but that wouldn't get us anywhere we'd still be so behind and that is not what i want i want liberation and i do not believe that justice equals equality because it's like i'm pretty sure i've never seen that meme where it's like i think it's like the dad there's like a dad and two kids and they're like looking at they're they're like looking there's like a fence and they're trying to look at a football game i think um but obviously like the dad can see um but he's like tall and then the other kids can't the two kids can't see because they're not tall as tall as him so they're given boxes but then it's like okay so now the dad and the son can see but the little son can't see because he's still really short and that's what equality does equality makes everyone equal and it puts us at the same level but that doesn't that doesn't we we're not not empowering us that's not giving us enough because you can't give us all the same things and expect it to be okay because you're not giving everyone the same equal chance and the opportunities that are same because not able everyone is abled in the same way and not everyone has the skills um so you know instead of giving the dad the box give the little son two boxes so that he's able to see because the dad was already able to see so why would you help him out even more when he didn't need that help um and i think that's you know obviously like a perfect example of what 
the world should be like and we like need to look at the world and we need to look at people and we need to treat people obviously with the same respect and dignity um but we also need to look at people at like what they can and can't do and we need to empower people and specifically those in marginalized groups and and those who have faced oppression for years and inequality because if we don't and if we just you know wake up tomorrow and we're like right we're all the same not we're not all gonna be the same because we're not gonna have the same things we're not gonna like it just won't work and i think when i think of white feminism i think of it as a way for white women to be at the same level as white men and they know that they can have that because they have the white privilege and i think white women tend to forget that there's so many people out there who have it so much worse than than them and obviously i'm not going to compare oppressions or whatever um but i think it's important to realize that like black women do have it worse and no matter what like how many boxes of like privileges white women black women take they'll still always be treated less than compared to white women simply because their skin is darker um, and i think that's important to point out and to realize um and to make note of because i think people forget that being a black woman in society is so draining and it's so tiring and it it can be frustrating um because it's like we live in this white man's world right but we're neither white nor a man so therefore it's even harder um, and I get really frustrated sometimes just thinking about how disadvantaged I am in the world um, and that I don't and I never will have the same you know as say like my white friends and it's like I have to work like 10 times harder if I want to be where I want to be which I don't even know where that is I don't know what I want in the world and I think sometimes I get scared in wanting things or wanting to like pursue things just because I'm afraid that it's like an automatic no you know like it's like well if there's like even if you take say representation for example and say we take the government right the Irish government there's no black people there is no like there just there isn't um and like you don't look in the doll and i don't see anyone that looks like me no one not a single person and i feel like if you were a black person who wanted to go work for the government in the future i'm personally absolutely terrified of the irish government um and i don't know if i would want to be a part of that um but say you wanted to and that was something that you really that was like you were like yeah i'm gonna i want to be t-shock one day or i just want to you know i don't know be a td or just a minister or whatever and but you look into the doll and you look at the people in government and you see these people that make you know um policies or whatever um and you see not a single um drop of representation that's gonna discourage you that's going to discourage you um white women already have the representation yeah there's not that white that many women in government um and then the ones that are seem to be really shitty and you're like what's going on here um 
but I think because white women already have that representation it's easier for them to like look at that and be like they can go for it for black women and other women of color it's so much harder and because it's like you don't have that representation so therefore you feel like you're never going to be able to get to that and and also I feel like sometimes it's like you don't want to be like the first you know like you don't want to be like the first black woman who enters the door like I feel like you don't want that label like that's like I don't know I feel like maybe a lot of other minorities and people of color can like relate to this but like maybe to some people it might seem like empowering and like an amazing thing but I personally I just don't I don't enjoy that I'm just like it's embarrassing like it's embarrassing to think that it's take it would take them however long to like get a black person in the door you know um and that is it's it's like a lot like with representation everywhere like even say with schools and I never had like a black teacher ever I never had a teacher that was a person of color um like I had my first lecture that um she's from India so she was my first like lecture this semester um as a woman of color and that to me like I've always like sort of thought like it would be really cool to be a lecturer but like everyone was white so therefore I was like I there's no point um like I feel like I probably wouldn't kind of like it's like there just isn't like it's not that it's not that diverse but because I saw her and although I don't really enjoy her class because I don't enjoy learning about water I'm bored (laughs) in a way it kind of encouraged me and it was like do you know what if she can do it so can I um that's why representation is so important because if you don't see that then you're not going to get that push and it's not you're not going to be encouraged to do it because it's harder it's so much harder if there's not already one person who's like broken the ground and gotten themselves in there um but also it's like just because like they have one black woman or one woman of color that doesn't mean that it's like open for the rest of us to walk on in because it it's already going to be harder for us continuing on with representation i think of like my, so my sister is three years old like she's three she's a baby she doesn't know anything um but already she's so aware of the world and what people look like and she's obsessed with like elsa and frozen um specifically because of the music and she because she loves music and she she just enjoys the songs and she likes let it go um but obviously elsa is this white woman with this long blonde hair and to her she's already in her head decided that that's what pretty is and she's like i don't have long hair um but she's three you know like she like her hair will grow eventually but she's three like she has hair and her hair is not short but i think in her eyes because my hair is like a little bit longer and so my says my sisters in her eyes i think she's already like decided that that's what is beauty and she's three years old and the fact that she would be like oh not pretty because i don't look like elsa that made me so sad like it hurt me because i was like she's three and i don't want her to grow up and think she is less than because she is black and i don't want her to think she's unworthy because of the way that she looks um and i don't think i realized this just because 
like obviously i was aware that like the things that you watch aren't um will like influence you and like your self-esteem but she doesn't really she doesn't she's not big into movies um and she's not really big into cartoons either um she just watches this one youtube channel which um it's like this asian family which i think is good because they're not white so therefore it's like they're asian it's perfect um but obviously that's still not the same like they don't look like her um but i in like my eyes i kind of was like oh well like at least she's like i like i didn't grow up watching asian people on tv so i you know it's good that she's exposed to different people and like different cultures and stuff um but obviously she just knows alpha i don't even know if she's ever even watched frozen i think she just genuinely just listens to the music um and i was like okay time to show you princess um tiana and like i was showing her and i was showing her the music and i was like this looks like you like this is you um, and that made her happy but then she wanted to listen to let it go again which is fine obviously and i think frozen is very much like i'm an independent woman like she's not like going to look for a man kind of thing which i think is a good thing good message um but at the end of the day she's still a white woman so um with the blonde hair and the blue eyes so it's still not enough um but like i've decided to cancel all white disney princesses in my house because i'm like no you can look there's you know pocahontas and there's mulan and there's moana um i don't know if there's any more but those those few are the ones that i'm like you can you can look at these and i know the music isn't really her cup of tea um but i and that's why representation is so important because white people will always be able to see themselves on tv and you grow up being able to see that whereas people of color don't get that and even when we do it's like we're normally like the side character um and like i'm not a side character i am a main character um and i just you you want to see people that look like you so you don't feel alienated or you don't feel weird or you um i think it's really important to have those characters specifically like you know how like um you have like the mean girls who everyone thinks is really popular and really hot and they're always like a blonde girl you know or they're brunette they're always but they're always a white girl um and it's like i can't look at that and see like oh you know the side character is a black girl or like an asian girl um and it's like well that's it's not accurate representation it's not fair for us to always be the side character it's not fair for us to be the ones that are like looking at these popular girls and wanting to be them i don't want to be them you know and i think representation is like one of the first steps in um like empowering people and like all types of representation like even when you take like say muslims specifically hijabis in tv shows netflix does this all the time and it's always she whips off her hijab for a white boy and like that does not happen in reality that is not real and that is unfair and it's so disrespectful for people who practice a religion and choose to wear the headscarf and i just don't that does not happen like they're not whipping it off for a white boy like a white boy like why are you disrespecting muslims like that um and it just doesn't make sense like you can cast us in tv shows and you can represent us 
without diminishing us and making us feel unvaluable um, and unworthy give us accurate representation because it's not that hard um and i think not only is it important to have accurate representation on tv like on the screens but behind the screens it's important as well and to have writers um who are writing from you know black people's experience not white women like yeah you're i think they're like oh white women and it's like okay yeah you take the women with the woman box but like you having these white women write about black people's experiences isn't it's not accurate like for example i finished jenny and georgia um and it's a really good tv show and i really enjoyed it and they talked about a lot of topics um and like the way they you know the microaggressions and like the way those happen very accurate and people you know specifically white kids do treat people of color and black people like that um but like the one part that really bothered me was like if you haven't watched it there's this part where it's like oppression olympics and it's like he's asian um and you know she's black they're both mixed race um but like they're like fighting over who's more oppressed and it's really weird because they're basically like stereotyping each other and it's like race it's like they're being racist towards each other and that would never happen in real life like you're not gonna have two people argue about who's more oppressed in that situation like i just especially because they were dating I'm like that's just not going to happen um it was very unrealistic and it didn't make sense and i found out that the reason the the them the writers sat the actors down and asked them their experiences and like what people have said to them in the past but then they used them against each other even though white people would have said those things to them so it's very weird and it's not accurate and doesn't make sense so i didn't understand that um so representation on screen and off screen please netflix that would be lovely um something else that i think is really important for people specifically white women if you are listening to this and people you follow on your instagram you it's so important to diversify your feed and i feel like this was talked a lot um in june last year and throughout the summer um with you know black lives matter movement and how important it is to amplify black voices and to you know follow these people because if you're following say like a bunch of influencers and they're all just these skinny white girls you need to ask yourself why like why are you following you know a specific type of people um and why is your entire feed white um if you say for example you're really into like i don't know cooking and all the people that you follow that do cooking i don't know like recipes on either the instagram or youtube or whatever and they're all white you need to ask yourself why is that is it because you actively haven't looked out for you know black creators um is it your unconscious bias um because you can't sit there and tell me that you know black people don't create that content because there is a black person there is a person of color creating that exact same content that you're interested in but if your feed isn't diversified then you're not doing enough because you're not learning and you're not listening because if you're only if you only have white people on your feed you only have white people talking about specific things and that's not good enough especially if you're white because you're not listening you're not paying attention and i actually don't i think i follow like three or four white influencers um i pretty much unfollowed majority of them because i 
would I would rather have black women and women of color on my you know Instagram feed and I would rather follow these people because one I can relate to them more and they talk about important issues and I think it's important for me as a black woman to follow these people um because I'm looking at people that look like me and that have experienced things like I have um and like the only white women I follow are like Sophia and Chinsia because I love their YouTube channel Emma Neal um I really like Emma Neal she's Olivia Neal's sister and I really like Olivia Neal um I follow her like I watch her YouTube and stuff but I enjoy Emma Neal's content on her Instagram and then I also uh Tachi Rigsby Rigsby Tachi Rigsby um and she's like a youtuber tiktoker but she's like um like they're bisexual so that's why i follow them and i think that's it and then like anyone else that i follow that is white or just people that i know um or like they're mutuals or whatever but other than that i don't follow white people i don't follow white men i don't follow men in general on instagram actually i think i follow zoella too but that's because she had a baby um no she didn't have a baby she's pregnant which is really exciting um but yeah i just i think it was just i realized that i don't need these white people on my feed because i went through a phase like a little moment where i kept comparing myself to white women and i felt unworthy and i i think a lot of black people black women um and i'm speaking from like the point of view as a woman because obviously i'm a woman um but obviously i'm I'm pretty sure, like, black people in general can, like, relate, and people of colour, um, that, I just went, you just go through this phase, like, growing up, like, you, I think you kind of, I went through a phase, and a lot of people do, like, wanting to be white, and just wanting to be able to fit into the beauty standard that is a white woman, um, and I went through this phase, I think it was, like, November, where it was like for a while I was just really sad and I just kept comparing myself because I was like I'm never it's just if life can feel really alienating at times and sometimes I get into these moments where I'm like if I was white I think all my problems would disappear Um, and it could be just like a little bit easier um not saying that white people don't have problems and they don't struggle obviously they do but I think sometimes there'd be like certain things that would make my life just a little bit easier and I just the world is hard and it's tiring being a black woman so yeah um but yeah I think we should discuss a little bit about internalized misogyny which I think is really really important um because we live in a misogynistic world and therefore women develop internalized misogyny where they think women are their enemies when other women are not your enemies men men are your enemy women are not um it's stop hating women for no reason stop you know calling women bitches for absolutely no reason um you do not have to stoop down on the level that men have um you don't need to hate a woman because she expresses herself and you know talks about things or you know isn't afraid to be quiet because women are expected to be submissive and they're quiet and they you know 
they're kind of see and they just are supposed to sit back and say nothing and just allow the world to you know shite on but we, we just have to sit back and take it um if you don't like someone so say specifically women on the internet and you don't know them why do you not like them why do you have a reason to hate this person for no reason um you don't have a reason to hate anyone for no reason unless someone's hurt you you don't have a reason to hate on them um there's no point in putting down other women stop calling women ugly or unattractive or making fun of the way that they look just because you're insecure um and it is because you're insecure um you're projecting because confident people and people who love themselves don't put down other people to make themselves feel better i don't sit here and i don't pick apart someone else's looks because one i know how that feels two why should i care and three i'm too self-absorbed to care i have no reason to sit here and like be like that girl is ugly because one i do not believe that any woman is ugly i don't think anyone is ugly um unless you're calling other people ugly then you're ugly i think being ugly is a mindset and it has more to do with your personality than it does with the way that you look um and i think that's really important do you know we need to stop putting women down and we need to pick them up and we need to empower them if a woman is doing something that you don't like you don't need to engage with it and normally it's because you're projecting and what that woman is doing is she's doing something that um is actually an insecurity of your own and it's reflecting and you're that's why like if you don't like so say um you don't find someone attractive or i don't know you think they're really say you find someone really loud the reason you think that they're loud is because you are insecure about the fact that you might be too loud um or if you think someone is too much you're projecting on that person because you think that you're too much um so if you don't dislike if you dislike someone for absolutely no reason and they're annoying you or they're you are like picking up on things it's because you're projecting and i think that's really important to point out and to realize and to not let your internalized misogyny get the best of you because women we're supposed to empower each other and we're supposed to support each other and we're supposed to be there for each other and not put each other down and not fight against each other because we are stronger together than we are apart and there was a man going into people's backyards what's going on i'm so confused he just went he's okay um am i gonna be just watch people get robbed and i'm just like watching him <laughs> maybe he's doing something who knows <laughs> but anyways um as i say yes i think internalized misogyny can get the best of us and um we all have them we all experience it um and i think it's so important for us to realize that and to come to terms with it and to fight against it and not let it um control us um because i know like thinking back to when i was a teenager like i had so much internalized misogyny and i'm i've gone to that point where i don't think it controls me as much anymore or like if i have a thought i always like think about the fact that if you have a thought it's not that thought isn't yours it's the second thought that you have after it that's actually yours um but i think we all have to obviously deal with internalized misogyny we just have to like work on it and like allow ourselves to heal and to realize that it's we don't hate other women we probably you probably just hate yourself um and that's why you're projecting also i saw there was a post on instagram that was i'm gonna find her um it was uh about it was on international women's day 
and yeah mags um on instagram so it's y-e-m-a-g-z posted um this post on international women's day being it's about intersectionality and if your feminism does include garment workers then i don't want it um because obviously like if you're not prioritizing living wages means not prioritizing um women and obviously um as feminists it's so important for us to realize that like we're not just fighting for our own equality here in the western part of the world we're fighting for women all over the world um specifically women who don't have the same as us because although we have a long way to go like just in ireland we have so so much work to do um because this country genuinely hates its women it's disgusting and we have so much work to do for ourselves we have so much work to do for so many women who have such who have less than us and don't even have rights um, and they don't have the voices they don't have people to uplift them and they don't have the education and they don't even know their own rights and they just kind of just live their lives as it is because that's just they think that this is that's just how it's supposed to be for them and i'm not that educated within sustainability and i don't know that much um, I know the fast fashion industry is disgusting and the way it treats women is horrible. I think 80% of garment workers are women and those women either don't earn a wage or they earn so little that it's not livable. And for us, for us, for fighting for equal pay and wanting our minimum wage to... um equal to the standard of living we need to realize and open our eyes that there's women who don't even earn enough um to live and they're exploited constantly not just women but young girls um and this made me realize like i kept seeing these posts on international women's day about um you know how like if your feminism doesn't include these women then it's not feminism because it's not intersectional and it kind of opened my eyes because I have a serious shopping problem and I have for the past year and I think it's just to do with lockdown um, and I've just been buying more than I need and I don't buy an excessive amount and I always rewear my clothes like I don't, I'm not someone who wears something once and then throws it away and never plans on wearing it again but I do have clothes that I've worn once and I haven't worn again Um, like specifically like last summer I wore an outfit that was like my lilac top and my yellow skirt with the lilac flowers and i've worn the lilac top, top multiple times but i've not worn that skirt again i wore it, wore it once and i loved that outfit i was obsessed with it and i wanted to wear it again but i didn't and i don't know why and i'm going to wear it this summer but i don't wear my clothes enough um and i'm going to make a conscious effort to um stop with my over consumption of fast fashion and to stop buying into the capitalism scam of that i need more um and i think i used it as like temporary serotonin because i was just every time i was sad i was like i'll just buy something because then i'll have something in the post and then it'll come and i'll be happy but then i'm sad again and then i'm like oh, time to buy something else um obviously like i'm not sitting here being like i'm like the best person ever because i'm gonna cut out fast fashion completely and immediately and that you should too um obviously like i know that it's shopping sustainably isn't accessible for everyone um, and there's a massive disadvantage and um, because one it's expensive 
too it doesn't cater to everyone's size um and also sometimes it can just be easier to buy fast fashion and like wanting certain clothes and stuff and like whatever but i think i am going to try my best to make a conscious effort to cut down on it and not buy things just for the sake of buying it um because as a feminist i think it's important for me um when i talk about how much i care about women and i love women and i want us all to you know be treated in the same way and to have equal opportunities i think it's important for me to realize that when i am buying from these companies that they're exploiting women and that woman could have been me um and yeah i'm gonna try make a conscious effort to try be more sustainable um and I, that's like i've always been aware of fast fashion and um the implications that it has on like you know the world and stuff and obviously people but i don't think i like read enough into it and i think it's just because ignorance is bliss and if i ignored the information then i couldn't feel as bad and i could make myself feel better because i wanted like a top or something um but now that i'm more aware of it it just made me really sad <laughs> i like spent ages i just stayed up the other night crying about it because i was like i'm a terrible human um and it's, you're not a bad person for buying clothes and stuff i love clothes and i love seeing clothes and i i literally spend so much time on asos just scrolling being like i want this and i want that um but i th- think it's important for me to remember that um w- like is it really worth me buying something um just to make myself feel better knowing that there's a woman on the other side or a little girl and um, being exploited and i don't think it's fair and i think it's very hypocritical for um these fast fashion brands to be like it happened international women's day we love women and you know we support women and we want to empower them while also exploiting them um and that's not fair and that's not okay so i think it's really important to be aware of it and now that i am i'm going to try my best um i'm not saying that i'm i like i don't know like i'm going to try and make a conscious effort i'm not gonna buy anything like the last thing i bought was like a shirt from asos that i can't wait to wear because it's absolutely beautiful but i know i'm gonna wear that shirt all the time um and i do rewear majority of my clothes i'm not i like have clothes that i always rewear but i'm gonna um try harder to like not shop anymore um and not buy something just for the sake of buying it um and like making sure that like if i am buying something i I have to have reasons as to why i'm gonna buy it and i think we should all try better um but also be aware that not everyone has the privilege to shop sustainably because i think that's also very important um, and it's okay if, if you can't um so while you educate yourself and you're learning things i think it's important for us to educate other people and those around us specifically if you are white or if you're a man it's important for you to have these conversations because um yes it's great to educate yourself and to know all this stuff um but it's not doing enough um if you're not telling other people um and you're not educating them and you're not calling them out and you're not holding them accountable because if you're just telling yourself and you've educated yourself and you stop there then and you don't and you hear people around you say things or do things and you're not 
doing anything about it, then you're not an ally, an ally, an ally, <laughs> and you don't care enough. Um, and I think that's really important to use your voice. Um, and I know that it can be hard. I'm someone who finds it very hard to have calm conversations with people, especially when I'm passionate about something, and when it comes to like when it, we're talking about feminism and we're talking about racism. I find it really hard to just sit back and just listen to people say things um, and I try to like tell them how I feel but I can get angry and I can start a bit of a, a disagreement, an argument and it's only because you know when you're passionate about something and you just are like shut up, like why are you talking, like absolute shite and you just want to go at them but I know that doesn't do anything um, because you're just going to make the other person mad and they're not going to listen to you because you're getting angry um but sometimes it can just be hard to listen to people and especially when you know that they're not going to listen to you or see what you see um but yeah I think it's important to like approach these situations calmly and then if that person but also like sometimes with certain people you shouldn't waste your energy and you shouldn't try or bother because there are certain people who won't listen to you and they're so stubborn and they genuinely believe that what they're thinking is right and that it's only it's going to make you feel worse and it's going to make you feel shitty and like there are certain people that i just will not talk to about certain topics because i'm like i'm not having this discussion with you because i know you're not going to listen to me so therefore i'm not going to listen to you um because I'll, I will just get angry and I'll start crying and I don't want people to think that I'm weak I cry because I have emotions and I <laughs> you know I just when I get angry I cry <laughs> I cry at every situation um but yeah I think it's very important to educate yourself um to share it educate others you know use your voice because it's important for you to hold other people accountable and you need to speak up um because if you don't do anything then who is um, the only reason we've gotten to where we are today is by people speaking up and using their voice when they can um, and I think not only being an ally to women but being an ally to black women to being an ally to those part of the LGBTQ plus community being an ally um, for those who um, <laughs> where am I? for those who are working class um, for those who are uh, Muslim or those who are disabled it's important for us to talk and to ensure that these people who are already oppressed um, and are already subjected um, to injustice that we speak up for them and you have to recognize your privilege and to use that um, because the thing is when it specifically when it comes to black people as a black woman people won't listen to me they won't listen to me talk because i you know will just be labeled as an angry black girl who's aggressive and gets defensive and it's all about me 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 you know but and like you know i bring race into everything but i didn't create the concept of race why people did if you made it a thing so therefore it is your business um but also it's important to understand when it's not your place to speak and to just listen and to mind your business when you people are talking about their experiences and because i can never speak for a trans woman because i am not trans so therefore i cannot you know go around being like this is how trans women feel if i am not a trans woman 
I can amplify their voices and I can educate myself by listening to them but I'll never be able to speak for them and I can't put myself in their business and tell them what is right or what is it wrong right what is right or what is wrong and I can't tell them when if a trans woman is speaking about a specific experience I can be like well you're lying or that's not true because that's invalidating for them and that's not fair um so just listen because we live in a world where people think that they know everything and that just because I don't know they read a book or they have a degree in something all of a sudden they're experienced but you know people live these lives people experience things on their daily basis and if you don't personally experience them that doesn't mean it's not existing it is not happening or um you know everything there is to know um so that is the end of today's episode um yeah i my quote for today is gonna be from angela davis because i love her like what a queen my uh, like a true inspiration and um she's amazing everything that angela davis is like i want to be um so the quote that i have you've probably all heard it um because it's like her quote but um i'm no longer accepting the things i cannot change i'm changing the things i cannot accept which is really important um because we have to be you know the change that we want to see in the world and we can't just sit by and accept what is things have changed and we have progressed and we have come a long way but we have a long way to go and we can get there um and we just have to keep using our voices and we have to keep fighting and um we have to keep listening and educating ourselves and those around us and hopefully one day hopefully maybe in our life my lifetime maybe not um the world will be a better place and we'll be able to continue liberating um men women and anyone in between um but yeah that is all for me and i hope you have a wonderful fabulous day and the rest of your week and hopefully i will see you next week goodbye